Hi, everybody. My name is Hafa Lombardino, and this is Translation Confessional. What is the most fundamental tool translators have? Yes, our language. And we must be the grammar and spelling police, not only when we're working on a project, but also when we're communicating with clients or interacting with peers online. We must use our language as well at all times. With that in mind, one tool I've been using for a while now, and I do use it constantly, is Grammarly. I've activated it on my email so I don't make any mistakes when sending a message to a client. I also have it available to me in Google Drive so I can use it when reviewing my students' translations into English or when I'm writing my own articles and brainstorming podcast episodes. And because I do translate into English very often, the premium version helps me keep my last draft sharp and ready for delivery. If you'd like to try out the world's best automated proofreader, visit bit.ly slash tc dash grammar. It's easy to remember. TC stands for Translation Confessional, followed by Grammar. Once again, you can visit Grammarly at bit.ly slash tc dash g-r-a-m-m-a-r. Keep your English sharp. Client Education This seems to be kind of a hot topic for translators and interpreters. I've heard many colleagues saying that it's not our place to educate clients and that we should provide our services according to the client's guidelines and practices. Others believe that it's part of the job to raise awareness of what it is that we can actually do because many clients don't quite know how translation and interpretation work. I'm kind of two minds about it. I do believe we must help clients understand what our services are all about, because the general population is pretty uninformed when it comes to language-related services. So the first thing clients must understand is that just because we have two hands, it doesn't mean that we can all play the piano, right? Same thing goes for working as a translator or interpreter. Just because someone is bilingual, it doesn't mean they can provide professional services in their languages. Translation and interpretation require a lot of knowledge and training so that our final product fits the purpose to inform, to educate, to entertain the target audience. When I work with translation agencies, there's little client education involved. They already know what they need. They know what we can do. And they offer the necessary resources for us to do our job. Well, most of the times. When we're dealing with a professional translation agency, that's the norm. Now, if we're talking about a company that isn't it for the money, you know, just to be the middleman between the end client and the service provider... That's when a little bit more communicating is required on what we need from them and what we can do and cannot do. 
For example, I had clients who thought they didn't need to pay me extra after they got back to me with a revision request. Here's what happened. I had originally translated the Word documents and submitted the material to them. Days later, the project manager gets back to me with a scanned image full of handwritten annotations. It turns out that the end client had printed the several pages involved in this project and then written their notes using a pen in tiny little letters. My client, the translation agency's project manager, expected me to go back to the document and, using the track changes functioning word, make all those changes according to the client's handwritten notes. And then provide comments to explain why something should or should not be changed in the original translation. In that particular case, I respectfully said that they needed to pay me extra for the time it would take me to rework the files. I mean, if the end client had opened the Word documents, turned on the track changes function, and then edited a translation to their liking, I would have no problem spending a few minutes accepting or rejecting those changes. And they were all style changes, not corrections to typos or grammatical errors, by the way. Now, what the client was requesting of me was something beyond the common courtesy of revising your own translations after the end client's input, you know. That goes without saying that the project manager in question was a translator themselves. So they should know better. I did my best to educate this client that they were the ones who should be responsible for trying to decipher the end client's scribbly notes and then get back to me with a track changes version so I could approve or reject those changes. The project manager got a little upset and impatient and said that the client is always right. Mm hmm. Not always especially when the client doesn't understand one of the languages involved in the equation, right? Long story short, had I not put my foot down, I would have wasted hours updating a document without being paid for my time. Going to the other end of the spectrum, when I'm working with an end client and must act as the customer service, project manager, translator, and accounts receivable contact, it's only natural that I have to wear different hats throughout our interactions. All the time I'll potentially spend helping the client, managing the project, translating it, and then collecting payment is figured into the final price shown on the invoice. Considering that, when working with end clients who don't know exactly how we provide translations and only want to make sure that the final product meets their expectations, I don't do much client education per se. In other words, they don't want to, nor do they need to understand how the sausage is made. I receive their files, I send them a quote, and once the project is approved, I roll up my sleeves and get to work. With that in mind, end clients also don't know what a CAT tool is, so I don't even mention it to them, because they may sometimes mistake it for machine translation and potentially run away. 
thinking we'll be providing a horrible final quality or worse yet, they'll think that they can translate their content themselves using a computer and save money because it's free. So to avoid any confusion and end up losing a client or have someone irresponsibly use machine translation without knowing the language, I do not go into the cat tool talk with my end clients, nor do I offer discounts for matches and repetitions, because when they pay me full price, it makes up for all the hats I have to wear while providing full services to them. So after talking about my two approaches to client education while working with translation agencies and end clients, it's time to turn the mic over to peers and hear what they have to say about the subject. I'll bring you some voice clips I received over the past couple of weeks right after this. If you're like most translators, you'd rather spend your time translating than digging through your inbox in different Excel files. But too many translators spend hours every week manually managing their jobs and clients. Invoicing, financial tracking, and keeping track of all your jobs doesn't need to be so time-consuming. In fact, you can do it easily from one easy-to-manage platform made by and for translators. You can create and send quotes, manage your rates and services for each client, manage projects, and send invoices all from one place. It automatically creates financial reports for you, so you always know the health of your business. Ready to stop wasting time on admin and start spending more time translating? Try LSP Expert for free for 30 days. Just type lsp.expert into your preferred browser and use the code HAFA for 15% off a new yearly subscription. Once again, the code is R-A-F-A. Take control of your translation business admin today. Here's a message from Gio Lester, a seasoned interpreter and translator who is the current president of Abraches, the Brazilian Translators Association. Client education is part of the process of the work we do, both as translators and interpreters. One can't go without the other. It's um, a must. It does not have to be you lecturing the client. No. Sometimes something as simple as, oh, but that's not how we do it. Let me tell you. That works. You don't need to have a, a session with your client to teach him or her what to do. Sometimes a simple, sorry, but I can't do it that way, solves the problem easily. Here's Madalena Sanchez Sampaolo, Spanish and Portuguese to English translator, ATA president-elect, and co-host of the Smart Habits for Translators podcast. As translators and interpreters, we often think of educating our clients based on the assumption that they know very little about the work that we do. And while that is often true, it's not where we should be placing the most focus when it comes to client education. Instead, I think that client education is an ongoing process that should be reflected in every part of the work that we do and in every interaction we have with our clients. When we pitch ourselves to clients, we're communicating about the professionals we are. 
When we reply to a client inquiry from our website or a directory profile listing, we have the opportunity to communicate about the professionals we are. When we send a client a contract, send them status updates about their translation project, show up for an interpreting assignment early and prepared, send our invoices soon after we complete a project or assignment, charge what we're worth and choose not to succumb to pressure to lower our rates or accept less than ideal terms, we are communicating about the professionals we are. And when we follow up with clients, check in from time to time to see how they're doing and truly show that we are a partner who helps them to achieve their goals, we communicate about the professionals we are and the value that we provide. When we give clients the experience of what it's like to work with a professional and portray ourselves both in person and online as the professionals we are, we are educating our clients. And at the same time, we elevate our professions as well as our like-minded and hard-working colleagues in this process. Now we have a clip from Corinne McKay, French to English translator and interpreter, former ATA president and co-host of the Thoughts on Translation podcast. So I guess my take might be a little bit different in the sense that I feel that there are more than enough clients out there who understand the value of professional translation, and I would rather spend my time translating for them. So I am happy to talk to clients about how I work, what value I feel that I add, why I feel like their needs and my skills are a good fit. But one thing I have minimal tolerance for is trying to convince clients of the value of a professional translator. Here's Maria Lavaca, a translator and project manager from Argentina, and I have the pleasure to say that she's a tools and technology and translation alumna since she graduated from the Spanish and English translation program at UCSD Extension, where I teach. As a freelance translator, I feel that it is my job not only to translate, but also to educate my client. He or she doesn't need to know why I'm charging what I'm charging and that the translation business is a real job and not a commodity, that not everybody can do what we do just because they are bilingual. It is not their job to know that. So as translators, I feel like we need to let them know what we do and why we do it in a polite manner so they know why we are charging what we charge. And this way, we don't undervalue our work and clients don't undervalue our work as well. Now we have Ilduar Escobedo, a sworn translator from Guatemala who is a longtime listener and first-time caller. It's been a delight interacting with her every week on Instagram when a new translation professional episode comes out. And it's always so great to get her reading and listening recommendations on everything translation. To me, it is about um, educating clients about what the translation process is all about and what it entails. Obviously, I think it works better with uh, direct clients because through agencies, the agency is the one that's supposed to educate the clients, not the translator, because we don't have direct communication with the end client. I think it is very important the clients know exactly what we do as translators so they know exactly what to send to us in order for us to make our work and deliver our high-quality product in the amount of time they need it. Here's Oscar Curros, an English and Portuguese-to-Spanish translator from Spain who is also a journalist like me. 
so he has an important take on the overall role of translation in social communications. When it comes to educating my clients, I try to show them how important it is to think of translation as part of the communication process. Because what usually happens is that they let the translation as the last step of a communication process. I mean, if you plan from the beginning and you know that a text is going to be translated, you can look for sources of information in the target language. For instance, instead of letting a lot of references in the source language, that would be much better for the reader. So, translation is part of the communication process. And now we'll wrap up with Suzanne Evans, a multilingual professional and German voice talent who offers translation and consulting services to corporate clients. Client education is an ongoing process for us. We are constantly working to educate our clients and the business community at large on the nuances of translation and its implications. Here's a common response professional translators frown on. My employees are fully bilingual, so they can translate competently and professionally. Ask yourself this question. Would you want your dentist perform heart surgery on you? Translation is not just about replacing words. It is making a different culture understandable. Translators are trained professionals with in-depth know-how of the subject matter they are translating. Translators have to intelligently convey subtleties, colloquialisms, culture, and social differences without offending anyone. Translated text will read and sound like it was created in the target country. Translations are only as good as the original source text. Some texts are laden with jargon, use slang words, have poor grammar or words are misspelled, and use long sentences. In order to receive a culturally adept translation, communication is key. The more information the client can provide up front, the better the process will be and the less frustrating it is for all involved. Professional translation is an investment in your business, and like any good investment, you should expect a return on it. Trust me, non-professional translations will cost you money. We have seen it over and over again. Bad translations will not convince clients to buy your products, nor do business with you. It'll make you look bad. Send me an email at rlombardino at wordawareness.com or leave a voice message on my anchor page. If I get enough feedback and voice messages, I can go back to the subject and post a special podcast episode with everyone's opinion on this very same theme. By the way, my anchor page is anchor.fm slash translation dash confessional. I look forward to hearing from you. Stay tuned for weekly episodes and subscribe to Translation Confessional through your favorite podcast app.